Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. It's a damn shame. <laughs> and I don't know if you caught that, too. But it's a damn shame that here we are in 20 and 20. Tree! Ah, yeah! <laughs> you like that? Yeah! I like that. Like I did I that. I like that, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a damn shame that here we are still scotch guarded for 2020 repellent. <laughs> Boy, I mean, look, hey, the, hey, look, if, it's if, back jumping outside. If y'all Just act right, if, if y'all act right, we ain't got to worry about repelling you, mother. Facts. We can change the show intro <laughs> signature if you just fucking do what you're supposed to. Do your. You have one job. Protect yourself. From one. That's you. it. Self preservation. Suave. What's happening? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, sir. I mean, we outside. We count money. We putting a little bit away for a rainy day. And we blowing the rest with the roof open. As you can see, uh, I, I'm a little. My, my voice is a little. Uh, I'm, I can't say I'm under the weather. This is a a tragic mis- mishap from a, so an almost tragic over medication miscarriage of justice <laughs> boy <laughs> that should be will a you stop that should be a pay-per-view <laughs> bruh they finna bring back the insurrection pay-per-view <laughs> what it look like right now yo so speaking of miscarriage of justice insurrection january 6th year of our lord <laughs> year of our lord i said year of our lord year of our lord 20 and 20 tree <laughs> Tree wiggle wee convenient. Bring me your dinner bucket. <laughs> Domino. Oh yeah, this is gonna be lovely. This is gonna be a great year for us, bro. The, the the things that have have uh, that have materialized. Uh, Erica Gotch, big shouts out to you. You know, instrumental in the future of what the very near future of what this show holds. Yeah, change is coming. Stuff in, Good change coming. Throwing stuff in the slow cooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, there's steam coming out the pot already. Already. Uh, where the the, the news, where, the, where do you want to begin? The news of the day. Depending <laughs> on what day it is. <laughs> Shit. The, the the news of the day at the on this yeah, day, yeah. Friday, January sixth, twenty twenty three. There is a a meeting that has probably already uh, concluded. Yeah, by the time we started this, that's already over. And and Stanford, Connecticut, uh, with the <laughs> the return to, I guess, power of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who held the company that he once hostily took over, hostage to return. I, I can't applaud or boo this. <laughs> So, so Pete, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at an update about the actual uh, aforementioned meeting, um, which we'll cite. This is Pro Wrestling Network releasing this, so we'll we'll um, we'll err on the side of caution to say we've never really used them as a source before. So, which I have my go to as well. So it, we'll go. 
Facts. Um, the WWE Zoom meeting has concluded. Long story short, business as usual. Talent was informed that Vince McMahon is back with WWE. However, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan are still co-CEOs and Triple H is still head of creative. In fact, it was stressed that the day-to-day will have zero changes at this time. There we go. That, that, that's, that's the one thing we want to hear. Yeah, so television is intact. And then um, we do have some, some uh, financial side that comes with this the wwe stock at close of trading today was up how much 16.98 percent from opening bell bruh because opening bell we were up a full 11 percent. i was like what <laughs> like i like i don't usually get that active first thing in the morning with like sending texts to people unless it's like absolutely necessary yeah. And I saw 11% jump and I was like, oh no, you got to see this. Yeah, it's uh it, let me let me pull up NYSE real quick. God bless America. The, the stock price all-time high was uh $96. That was April of 2019 after the announcement of the Fox deal. Right. It looks like today the highest it got to was $89.43, closing at $84.27, up $12.23 from the open. Yep. I got $12.37, but yeah. Either either way, you you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. It's, it's a money Thanks. getting occasion, is what this is. There is no greater description of corporate America than having a man with literally millions of dollars in sexual misconduct he owes the company like between 16 and 20 million right but you bring that guy back to work after he air quotes retired and the stock jumps up (laughs) which is what i was trying to explain to some people you know shooting the shit earlier was like let's, let's see what ryan has to say about this price just went up thanks ryan (laughs) <laughs> again and it was like yeah okay fuck it so this it, it, the conversation started because good old Kanos found a way to put his foot in his mouth on a day that he could have just laid low and not said a fucking facts facts so Kanos decides to drop a tweet and it's it's lighthearted enough, but with his history of conduct, it was completely unnecessary. So he says, uh, and I quote, everyone at work is being so nice to me over the last 24 hours. I wonder why, dot, dot, dot. It must be belated holiday spirit. Tongue in cheek. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the obligatory um, promo for tonight's rampage. And I'm like... You have no business trolling this man about front office. You have no business trolling Stanford about front office anything. You lost the talent in the EVP because your front your front office was blown up. Like between between t- weekly television ratings, front office misconduct, locker room fights and culture, and just I don't anything. Just like leave it leave him the fuck alone and then the other part of it is like you know really backhanded sort of disconnected type of way 
you're saying that the people who are around you are only around you because they don't like the guy on the other side. It's not because they want to be where you are because you're providing the greatest of the great. It's because they just don't want to fuck with the old guy. <laughs> like, like you. <laughs> I want to quote this shit from Friday after next, but I can't. We get canceled. Yeah, don't do that. We like it. Yeah, here. yeah, we like it here. And you know, we it's first first show of the year, so I can't I can't get out there too far. <laughs> but it, it's <laughs> it's just like you happy being a rebound, boy. Like I've never seen this type of energy for being somebody's rebound. Like, that's essentially essentially what it is when you're saying that. Like, so they treat you like they were treating you like shit when it was just trips in charge. I mean, let me. When Vince <laughs> during this what? How many months? Because it, it happened in July. In May. So, July. so it started. It started in May. The, no, I'm, I'm counting from the actual retirement. Okay. Uh, that was in July. So from July to January. And you have the nerve, like from July to January, like were people like treating you like shit or what? How does that work? The the product, either way, the product, either way, you could have chosen better. Yeah, the product didn't suffer. That's for damn sure. But the stock price took a major hit. Right. So if you want to troll about, you know, finances. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I guess, you know, whatever. But everybody's being nice to you. Like, were they not being nice to you during this period from Jan- July to January? <laughs> and, I'm just like... And just, and just running through from on July 1st, the stock price was 62.56. Uh, uh-huh. By August the 1st, it had gone up to the 70s. And it was 70.71. So the biggest dip happened on, it's like anywhere rem- remotely close to that time frame was June the 23rd. It got down to 59.43. So they ain't really been doing that bad. Like, uh, uh, essentially, what all today means is that if you had 100 shares, you'd made a nice two racks. Straight. Depend- oh, it depends on when you, what, what you bought them at. I mean, if you already had it, if and I'm timing everything from the time of uh, retirement. So if you oh, okay, say yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince, Vince is out, the stock's dropped, I'm buying in at this 60, wherever the 60 point is. Today, you would have made two racks with, you know, 100 shares. 100 shares of stocks, yep. And then multiply going forward for however much money you want to get. So And that's pretty much how we play the game. All right, so here, now, now we're back on to... The fact that he brought in uh, two two of his closest allies to to work with him to, to gain these seats back, and efforts. and these are the same two people he fired, and this is in efforts to uh, re-secure TV rights going forward and and or impend the sale from from what Which, we've gathered. How bitter! How bitter is 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 old man River to say? You know what? I'm eighty plus. But fuck it. If I can't play with my toy the way I want to, I'm gonna kill it with fire. This is a this is a storyline come to life. This is the NWO storyline come to life. This is 2002 all over again. Well, he's not quite 80. He's close, but he ain't quite there yet. Man, look, he's 80. But still, he's put a whole lot of he's put more, what what is he 76 77 77. 
I know he's put an extra three years of stress on his system with all of his habits. And I know he's, if we're if we're gonna go by the the rings and the tree trunk, he's probably ninety seven. <laughs> What you gonna do? Slice off an ankle and start counting from there? <laughs> I mean, he damn near severed an ankle in '98. He's d- you see what I'm saying? Man, this shit say. does not stop. He's done it. You name it, he's done it. Oh man, you're not uh, lying. So, you know, I'm, stop, stop me when I start lying. But, Otherwise, just roll with it. But back on task though. So here yeah. we are having this having an, a similar discussion to what we had six months ago. Right. Who's up? Who's up to bat? Disney's always on the table. Yeah, content kings. <laughs> always content kings. Platforms amazing. Uh, they they cover covers ESPN and everything. They've already learned how to um, how to monetize inside of a monetized app. Right, like through pre- through premium uh, purchases. So that's a plus. ESPN NBC Universal is probably on it. ESPN same. NBC Universal. The one thing I want to see out of them is the ability to capitalize on uh, the ability to capitalize on the premium on a premium tier for one-offs. I think they would. I'm, I sure, think I'm sure they could figure it might. out with with 70 million subscribers. I'm sure they could figure it out. Facts. If not, hire somebody to turn do a turnaround real quick. Fiverr's always looking for people to, to, to pay him a little bit of nothing. <laughs> I doubt NBC's going to Fiverr, but right if, if, they, yeah. if they so chose, but it's possible. Uh, I'm with you. Fox but, but, is probably in there somewhere. Well, so here, so here's my caveat with that one. <clears throat> if NBC Universal's on the table, they want to. They probably would snatch rights from Fox. Right. Uh, so it's a bit. There's the bidding war. And and it, we're talking. It would have to be an excess of five million because between the both of them, five billion rather, because between the both of them right now, the shared rights deal between the both of them encompassing a combined concurrent ten years is right around four point seven billion. Right. So and and so, can you imagine how much higher that number could have gotten if we were doing, you know, if we were doing two thousand six rating numbers. Boy. It would be a completely different conversation. Like, damn, going back to the attitude era when you were doing sixes and eights and, every week. And Fox, like, has, if you were just doing threes, and Fox has that ability that we're talking about within the app, they have a pay per view uh, division. Yeah. Now there are going to be a lot of lot of people who don't like that if they go back to anything that resembles a. Um, no, Stand- no, 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 standalone no, no, standalone event purchase. No, 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 no. So it, it would a it would make it damn hard. Let's let me put this out here now. It would make it damn hard. Even if Fox were to pony up the money, imagine relaying all that content from that you that you have completely modified to make appropriate for NBC over that six month gap from the the network shutting down stateside and moving it over to a Fox uh, Fox. Uh, over the top platform. I don't think it's doable, to be honest with you. Like, how many- Fox, is, Fox may take the old shit the way it was because you know they're a little more quote unquote word, edgy. Yeah, a little, little more liberal, which is a fucking play the, on words. I, the, I, the irony. <laughs> the, yeah, the, oxymor- I, the irony. <laughs> the oxymoronic. I'm looking at it because the way you were saying about you know premium tiers and, and uh, premium events, like Kanos has kind of made the air 
where if you had someone who was subscribing to the app, so, okay, let's say Fox takes it over. Fox doesn't charge for access to their app at this point. So, but you, Fox but, but you have to, but you have to have access, but yeah, you have to have a subscription to something that you're paying for to right. access all of the content. This is true. But what I'm saying is for like, let's say for like pay-per-views or for a WrestleMania, a Royal Rumble, uh, events of that ilk. If Fox just said, you know what, we're going to go back to something of a pay-per-view model where you actually have to purchase those events individually. Kanos' business model gives credence to believe that you can make that happen. Uh, as, as much as as much as we personally would hate it, there's data to say that supports that it would work. Absolutely, yeah, you're absolutely right. The and mind you, Tony Khan has done this with not just Bleacher Report or uh, BR Live. He's also done it with Fight TV. Continues Facts. to do it internationally with Fight TV. So and, and also all of the content from the early uh early dynamites which was on tnt is now on the tbs app not that it was a hard switch but now right. if you want to go watch those old those first couple of years of dynamite you have to do so on the tnt app even though it wasn't on I me mean, on the tbs app even though it wasn't on tbs yeah that's that's a lot yeah so, yeah <laughs> it is so let's not even dive into the possibility of having to go back to paying for pay-per-views which would be like complete no 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 that so so there but there's a market for that right yeah that's that was my whole point but get back to the conversation of who else is in the running to actually on a potential sale who are potential buyers I think that's the more interesting conversation for us right now. Yeah, so we have Disney is in the chat. Uh, right. NBC Universal is already in the chat. Fox is already in the chat. Facts. The one that makes the most sense to me is NBC Universal, simply because of their 30 plus year longstanding relationship with WWE. Okay. Even even with the two year gap with with the national with the national network, aka Spike TV, aka Paramount, and because art imitates life. And you and I both know this is probably the furthest thing from being capable. But I mean, we like to we like to shoot the shit and stir the pot. It gives us something Kano, to do and something something for you to listen to. Continue. Kanos is liquid enough to be able to leverage enough money Ooh. to be a part of whatever conversation. Ooh, do you, it, considering this is his baby and how smart he is. Now, one thing he he one thing he's known to be able to play with is some money, boy. So, when you have that much money liquid already, then you have all this other money that you're that's coming in. Not to mention the the play money you're making from running AEW. You can leverage any creditor to give you whatever sum you want if you were gonna make the offer. Like how you you out you basically jumped up jumped out of the gym on everybody for Ring of Honor. I, I don't know if at 77 Vince McMahon is willing to turn down 10, 12 billion dollars. I'll do you one better. Regardless of who comes to the table, I guarantee you, whether it be from 100% of his own funds or him asking dear old dad for a handout, I guarantee <laughs> you Tony Khan comes to the table and says, this is what I'll pay you for it. If he hasn't already. Now, I fully suspect that McMahon's ego would not allow that to happen. 
regardless of how big the number is, Vince's like Vince's his last hurrah would not be selling to he, his direct. He will he will not WCW the WWE. Right. I bought I brought it up because of the WCW tie, but we all know that Vince McMahon is entirely too proud. And this today is proof he's too proud to let this shit go the way people might think. So the fact that WWE is a publicly traded company is a pride move. Which which is the other thing I heard come up a, a few times before we got back to this point of Vince being back at the table. Whereas, like, because he's the majority shareholder, he might just sell and go start his own shit again <laughs> and go back private. Now, if he goes back private, then it's going to be it'll be some shit for real, because one him going back private, he doesn't have to answer to anybody about content. Content what? ratings don't mean shit anymore. Wouldn't that be some shit if he actually sold all of the uh, the IP in the, in the library? but kept the buildings i mean technically that's what all these artists are doing with their with their publishing like he he could like you said start his own shit he could literally make a phone call one day say it's a done deal the next day make phone calls and say hey who want to roll with the kid exactly and no, and because we just said at these in corporate america at these networks they hate new regimes. They hate change. They want to deal with things the way they've always dealt with them and just ch- change the decimal, move a comma, add a number. That's all they really want to do. They don't want to restructure shit. They don't want new any no new terms. So events decided, fuck it, I'm selling. I'm going to start my own shit the next day. And he calls for television placement. It's literally a, what what day you want. Let me read you something from the Federal Trade Commission's website, FTC.gov, for citing purposes. This is in, in a uh, effort to ban uh, or propose a rule to ban non-compete clauses. Mm. It says, the freedom to change jobs is core to economic liberty and to competitive thriving economy. Non-competes block workers from freely switching jobs, depriving them of higher wages and better working conditions, and depriving businesses of a talent pool that they need to build and expand. By ending this practice, the FTC's proposed rule would promote uh, greater dynamicism, innovation, and healthy competition. Research shows that employers' use of non-compete restricts workers' uh, mobility, significantly suppresses workers' wages, even for those not subject to non-competes. Or subject to non-competes that are un- uh, that are unenforceable under state law, the proposed rule would ensure that employers can exploit their outsized bargaining power to limit workers' opportunities and stifle competitions. The competition. All that to say this, y'all fucked if y'all well, com- if, if if this goes through and no compete clauses become a thing of the past. And the, the cool thing is it'll be healthy for TV ratings because you're going to be watching the pro, that program on the same night. Like, say, for instance, if it's a Wednesday and somebody's contract expires or they decide to leave or get termed or what have you, they could pop up on SmackDown on Friday or Raw on Monday. Or someone on, on Raw on Monday could show up on Dynamite on Wednesday. In my best Lee Corso voice, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> get him, coach. <laughs> what we're forgetting about this, because everyone's through the roof about it, this 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 um this potential cancellation of non uh, no compete clauses this is for employees 
Well, actually, in the re- actually, hold on. The- let me let me let me let me break that down. This is also on the FTC site. Specifically, the FTC's new rule would make it illegal for an employer to enter into or attempt to enter into a non-compete with a worker, maintain a non-compete with a worker, or represent a worker un- under represent to a worker under certain circumstances that the worker is subject to a non-compete. Uh, the rule would apply to independent contractors and anyone who works for an employer, whether paid or unpaid. It would also now require, you can hit the bill. It would now it would also require workers to rescind existing non-competes and actively inform workers that they are no longer in effect. Now you can open the can of worms. <laughs> now you can open the can of worms. So okay, by by that metric, if there's um you know fireable offenses or whatever the case may be, you're gonna. So you're essentially going to trade the guaranteed contract for the right to not have a no no compete anymore? No, 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 no. The FTC would deem it illegal to have a no compete. So if you no, 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 I I hear that. What I'm saying is, say I'm signed. I'm a million dollar guarantee, but I do some shit that gets me fired or I'm I'm released, whatever the case may be. Now that there's no non-compete, I can immediately go to the other person's television and show up. However, I don't get any more money from my guaranteed contract. Correct. <laughs> and that that right there, that right there is the thing that may keep professional wrestlers from wanting to participate in this shit. Uh, so here here here's the issue though. You may have a lot of people at a buffet line ready to eat shit. And not even know that that's what they're being served when they go when they get their plates. Bing, <laughs> bing bong. <laughs> like, hey, different isn't always better. <laughs> I understand. Like, I understand for the consumer thing, everybody thinks the non-compete will be so much better because you know, guys don't guys and gals in the wrestling world they won't have to wait to show up to another employer or they can they can do whatever they want. They can negotiate however they see fit. If anybody gets fired or released or whatever the case may be. This they is, can just this is the thing you get the for starting running. that gangster shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can hit the ground running, but you don't understand that there are gonna be things you sacrifice to get that freedom. Freedom ain't free. Never has been. Never will be. So are you willing to give up, you know, three months of of basically three months of cushion? Are you willing to do that? Do you know that you can always jump from one side to the other? What happens when the other side don't want you? Or what happens that what happens when you don't get what you want from the other side? Because that's going to happen more often than not. You're not you're not going to be a um, you're going backwards. You remember when Eric Bischoff said I didn't really want Lex Luger, so I lowballed him, and he took it anyway. Yep. You're gonna have shit like that happen. Like give give me give me somebody. Who deserves better that's on SmackDown? Ricochet. Ricochet cannot expect to go to AEW and become the AEW world champion within the next 12 months. Absolutely not. But if this happens, it's gonna be a lot, and we're just using him as an example. We're not saying that this is the rule. Right. There's gonna be a lot of damn ricochets that's gonna attempt this thinking that they that they are the almighty, that they are the exception and not the rule, and they will definitely be more of the rule than the exception ever. And then there's that. So it it's it's a far more volatile work 
situation and and it's all it's good that you had and this is why we kept saying it's good that you have all of these different promotions and that they're thriving or at least treading water they're 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 above water to where people have places to work and you can make a living because now it's about to start getting even more cutthroat because now with this with the non-compete you decide to release somebody is just over with Like ain't no ain't no three months to help you get your shit together. If they ha- it, when Black Black Monday shows up and motherfuckers just getting cut, you just cut. And but, if you didn't handle your money right last month, you got to figure out what to do. You finna be trying to hit up Mandy Rose and see if you can't figure boy. out how to sell it. The 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 one million dollar woman. You know what I'm boy. saying? Shouts out to her. Money, 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 <laughs> money, money. One million dollars in the month of December. Mandy DiBiase. In the month of December, <laughs> she got she got uh, she was she pulled up in a vet and someone asked her what she did for a living and her response was I take pictures of my asshole and get paid for them. <laughs> like floored me because she had she had dyed her hair back blonde so I was like I wasn't used to that I thought that was just somebody driving by when I saw the video so I send it to Wood like hey this is what Mandy Rose is gonna say next time somebody asks what she does for a living <laughs> not realizing that was fucking Mandy Rose telling people what she does for a living oh outstanding if she ever if she ever goes back to wrestling someone has to license Lil Wayne's Amelia you dig. <laughs> and Connors will do it. That's all I'm saying. She has no like as, as long as she keeps racking in these mid mid six figure, low seven figure uh months, months, not years, months right. taking pictures. Right. Never take a bump again. Most of the women have nothing to worry about. Like this whole non-compete shit. And and what may come from it? Most most of the women in professional wrestling have nothing to worry about because of the Mandy Rose method. That's gonna be there for you. It's crazy. It's crazy. Even moreover, the body parts alone—you never have to know who's on the other side. Like, if you're creative enough, you don't really have to disrobe. You could be you could be dead mousing it. Like legit, no one knows who the hell Dead Mouse is except for Dead Mouse's mama and his agent, or, Mar- or Marshmallow. Ma- same, absolutely. They're probably the same person because we. You we, see, you see what I'm you, saying? You ever so seen like, Dead Mouse and Marshmallow in the same place at the same time? Nah. Exactly. Exactly. So what, so what is, what is even? The, go ahead. Like you, you see what Natty Hart is, what she's been doing with her sister. You replicate that. No one has to. No one has to disrobe ever. Whole and you can make that same money. Whole lot of thirst trapping. Because we're not talking about, okay, what are you going to do for the next 10 years? Mandy did this in a month. <laughs> There's some people that's been working 20 and they ain't made a million. If you just wanted to live a regular life and made a million dollars in a month, you could do that and never have to talk to these people again. The extent of your talking is making conversation with airspace. You could fucking sell cameos for the rest of your days. You could you could legit ignore anything that comes across the chat screen and just say anything random as a response to something that's on that screen without ever acknowledging what was on that screen and be able to make this money thinking that someone has a one-on-one interaction with you. What was the number one complaint? Or what do you what do you think the number one complaint is uh for people working in uh, in Stanford or yeah, on if for WWE as a talent? 
uh, the number one complaint before today. <laughs> they kind of wanted to say, okay, the number two complaint. <laughs> uh, uh, what name, image, and likeness? No, tra- I'd say it was a tra- I'd say it was travel schedule. Okay, all right. I say it's travel schedule, and with that travel schedule. The stories have been what three hundred days a year, approximately. Uh, once upon a time, they don't do anywhere close to that now. Yeah, it might so be half of that. The irony of of of, our, of us talking about a uh, the banning of the no complete, uh, the banning of a no compete. Say that shit fast five times. Is uh, you're going to put yourself in a position just because you can't take indie bookings to be hitting two hundred dates a uh, a year. Yeah, you you back to like territory shit basically and there's so many i mean hell we got six in the dfw alone right so we're talking like i know i know of two or three in the carolinas i know of three in oklahoma um maybe shit maybe four in oklahoma now three i know three i know three in oklahoma but still like the the territory vibe is very much alive and well in 20 and 23 three no tree there it is okay trees yeah Trees, <laughs> trees fell on his head. Um, but yeah, the the territory vibe is very much in play. So if you just wanted to trap it out, like it, essentially what Pimp C was like called going rock for rock. Like if you just wanted, to, if you just wanted to get a booking schedule and just go rock for rock on the indies, you could, and that's what most guys might have to do. But for the women folk. There is another path, and I, I I won't be I won't be so uh, cut and dry saying the guys don't have that route because there are people who will pay for that same content from the males. It's just his, if history's taught us anything, it's not in the same number. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. Pre- preferences are what they are. I'm just saying, like revenue wise, I feel like you know women are gonna gonna bring in a higher number. As is evident by you know Mandy Rose, yeah, or I mean, Mandy DiBiase. You know, you're not, you're not. <laughs> I, I don't, I can't think, and not to say that there aren't anybody that's uh, closeted that wouldn't partake of this, but there are some males on that side too that would actually go for you know a male in that arena. There are some women on that side that will actually go for male in that arena. I mean, for every for every one that is, there's two that won't. Or if, I'm sorry, for every two that won't, there's uh, there's well, for every one that won't, there's two that, that will. There's two that is. So hey, however you want to break it down. Yeah, however you want to break it down. The, the money is there to be had. To be had if you so choose. There is an alternative simply because of your fame. Now, do you want to exercise that and make that be your calling card? That's totally up to you. Because I don't know what happens for Mandy after this, but uh, other than AEW Impact, uh, Bully Ray's already said he wanted he wanted uh, her to give him a call in relation to getting on Impact. Which, if you got that kind of pull, fine, great. Take a take a free check. Yeah. Because at this point, they're throwing money at her. Now, now you now here comes the bidding war. How much are you willing to offer me to get off my couch and out of my pool? Because I'm making a million a month in my pool. So if I'm going to spend 48 hours fucking around with you and whatever your hot little idea is, how much is it worth to you? Because I can see a situation you, you cut Mandy a check and then she does a brief run as the Internet champion. 
it would make perfect sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, man. So how much is that worth? How much is that, you know, how much is my presence worth to you? That that and, that title I think was generated specifically for uh Matt Cardona. And he wasn't even the first champion. And right. if and if you, anyone were to just just to be like, you know what, fuck this. There's no way I, I can compete with this shit. Mandy, here, here's your here's here's the internet champion. You can take this home forever and a day because you deserve it. No one would have a problem with it. Not a and, person. Right. And that'd be a great intro to come come into Impact and do mm, a pay-per-view a quarter. <laughs> I like that. Hey, peep this. <laughs> peep this. I've never booked anything for Impact, and I'm about to do this for Million Dollar Mandy. First of all, I'm changing her, her, her name to Million Dollar Mandy. Um pick pick a pick a male superstar that could act as a bodyguard slash heavy for uh, Mandy. Mm. Anybody. He can be from anywhere. A bodyguard slash heavy. Yes. Okay. Somebody just to do the heavy lifting. Let let's let's go moose. Okay, cool. Moose. <laughs> that may that's even funnier for another reason that I won't talk about because <laughs> So let, ah, let Moose be the guy. So Moose, moose does the Moose does the heavy lifting for million dollar Mandy. So on the day oh, oh he's vincent wow <laughs> moose ends up smashing on whoever the digital champion is mandy just shows up and puts a foot on him and can't you know gets a three count so she no bumps like we were talking about she, you got to pay me to take a bump so then mandy takes the title home and goes directly to her fans only account and just starts doing you know regular content with the internet championship Impact has no shame about how they get eyes on their product, this is which they should. Absolute fact. So let's exploit what we have. Put that title on there. Where's this title from? It's from Impact. Where's Impact? Oh, it's on Axis. You get a few more viewers to come in. And then, you know, Mandy only makes appearances either via satellite or when it's time for a pay per view. Moose does all. Moose defends the title on television. Mm. <laughs> Mandy could go a year as the internet champion and never take a bump. <laughs> here, here, handle this. <laughs> I, I, right. I, I got content to make. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, like it. For real. But, but please, everybody understand. Everybody out here wrestling ain't gonna have that same freedom. So don't just go out here quitting shit. Thinking you finna jump to the other side, you gonna Jake Roberts yourself. Man. And for those of you who don't know about Jake Roberts 1992, the reason he left uh, WWF uh, right after losing to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 8 was to take a job at WCW in a lead booking position for a, a substantial amount of money. The leadership changed. Bill Watts came into power. So by the time Jake Roberts came, that job was neither neither still on the table nor that money. So he ended up working as a talent for not, far less than what he had left WWF for. Not not to not to mention longtime booker for Mid-South was also there in WCW at that time, which is Jake Roberts' estranged father, Grizzly Smith. Mm. And that was that was essentially the beginning of the end. That was <laughs> that's how shit started rolling way downhill fast as jake would say like pfft, boy 
mudslide. <laughs> but but yeah, don't don't ruin. <laughs> and then he got bit in the face by a fucking cobra. Wink, wink. <laughs> don't Jake Roberts yourself trying to play both ends against the middle just because they take the non-compete away. I get it. Us as consumers, we're like, fuck it. It's the wild, wild west again. Somebody could could perform on SmackDown, leave the arena, get pulled over by the police with three pounds of gas, <laughs> get fired, and then by next Wednesday, show up on Dynamite. And then, like, and, and, and then explain themselves. Like, no. Right. <laughs> it's not the right. move. Right. You haven't been arraigned yet. <laughs> like, you still got a court date pending and you out here talking about it on national television. It's very possible. But it ain't exactly all that is cracked up to be. Us as consumers, we have one view. But then there's the view of the people cashing and writing checks. Just saying, take that in consideration. Let's let's, let's uh, put on our passport and get some stamps real quick. Take it over to Japan. <sighs> Notables coming out of uh, Wrestle Japan. Kingdom 17 this week. Tamatanga beats Carl Anderson for the Never Openweight Championship. Why is that significant? Because Carl Anderson was uh, was that title holder while signed with WWE. We actually been thought- there since his, uh, 17. Uh you would think. But then, you know, there was no 38, so there's that. Uh, Kenny Omega uh, defeated Will Ospreay in a prom- after a promo that we saw from Will Ospreay. There was absolutely no reason. I, like, truth, I, I don't know, man. I changed the booking when I hear promos like that. Will Ospreay was in his bag. Matter of fact, you know what? From Wrestle Kingdom or from New Japan Pro, this is a press conference prior to Wrestle Kingdom 17. Will Ospreay talking to Kenny Omega. No, no, fucking listen to me. Don first of all, you can't little cunt. Shut your fucking mouth. Listen to me now. You have no fucking idea. The mental state. You want to know my mental state, bruv? Mental state. You you got to sit in your house and then do maximum, what, three-hour drive to Florida? That's all you had to do during this. Mate, for us... For me, right, it's a 12-hour flight from England all the way, right? But guess what? That turned into a 15-and-a-half-hour flight. Why? Because there's a fucking war going on in Russia and in Ukraine. And then after that, I was carted around the fucking airport for four hours because I had to prove that I was negative for COVID, even though I had a fucking doctor's note saying that I didn't have it. Then that wasn't good enough. Then I had to stay 14 fucking days in a hotel no bigger than a broom cupboard, bruv. 14 days of your own fucking brain. And then you're allowed to go out and go wrestle for everyone in silence without seeing any fucking daylight for two weeks. The shows would fucking end at 9pm. Restaurants would close at 8 so you were starving off your fucking roster. But we kept fucking going. Listen to me. I don't understand. And I don't know why anyone would want to watch clap crowd, clap crowd wrestling. I don't know anyone that wants to watch that. But people fucking turned up. So for that, I had to fight and for you to fucking sit there and belittle me, you little cunt. How fucking dare you? You have not the slightest idea what I've gone through. My best friend fucking died and I had to watch this funeral through a fucking iPad, bruv. How dare you sit there and belittle anything that I have fucking done to try and help. 
I get it, you're a big star, you're a fucking draw for this place, you have brought everyone, all the casual fans and all those Kenny Omega stands back to New Japan, thank you so much. Because now they're going to watch you go down to me. The guy that's fucking stayed here, the guy that has given his fucking all to this place, mate. I listened to every fucking word that you told me four years ago. And I'm telling you now, I'm sorry for what happened to him. And I am sorry I took that away from you. But make no mistake about it. If you find yourself in that same position that he did, there isn't going to be a referee stopping me from caving your fucking head in, bruv. You will not belittle me on the grandest stage that I am on. This is my moment now, so you're either going to pass this torch or I am going to fucking take it from you. I'm sorry. I'm not fucking with any man talking to me like that face-to-face, work or not. There was raw emotion in that, and I think the wrong guy won. Personal opinion. Um... While I I agree, um, at the same time, Kano still has his relationship with New Japan, and you know there's going to be another Forbidden Door pay-per-view. So, I wouldn't say that this is the last time you see them go at it. I don't think it's the end of their story. I just think New Japan was in a position where, because of the magnitude of this Wrestle Kingdom and the fact that the crowds are back and it's not just it's not so under under attended that yeah, yeah, you yeah. just you play the hits like let's not take everybody too fast let's go ahead and reestablish let's let's do a hard reset go back to what we know to be a positive thing so just so to speak and then we'll build from there Cause like like we were we talked about for last year's Forbidden Door, we were like the biggest the biggest match you could have put on that card, especially after all the injuries swept through the roster, would have been the first ever U.S. soil Kenny versus Okada match. That's still on the table now. I guess Kenny's um his recovery you know schedule was not on par to do that, but. I mean, here we are now. Kenny's U.S. champion, Okada's IWGP champion. There's no reason that can't happen. But if it, if if Kaz Okada decides that this ain't the move right now, and they they peck um, they peck Will Osprey for this uh, Forbidden Door too, is it worth the shot to make that the main event? Granted, I don't. Kenny, I don't see why not. Yeah, Kenny did win the US, uh, the IWGP US title from uh, Will Ospreay during this match, by the way. So that was actually overshadowed by how how much heat that this match had going into it. Con- considering the the star rating that came out of this and oh, just the, fuck uh, that guy, <laughs> the general acclaim of the match for for that particular um, section of wrestling fans. That being the main event of, of Forbidden Door, if you announced that today, you would get all of those people to buy that pay-per-view with no other match announced. Agreed. Timing is everything. Right. Uh, Okada's a household name, both in the United States and in Japan. 
So you can sell the pay-per-view off of that match if you did it right now, too. I'm saying you could sell Kenny versus either one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're same. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. Yeah, you can you can sell it as the main event with either one of them and not announce any other matches, and you'd be fine. Uh, s- sadly, like, and I don't know if I, if this is sad or not, considering uh, what it looks like, but the greatest tag team in the world has uh, ended 2022 with losses to start at 2023 with losses FTR and I'm, I'm not taking nothing away from the Usos mind you because this is number two FTR loses their IWGP world tag team titles beltless they are completely beltless naked to, to Bishamon beltless naked so okay today's today's news revelations i think they have an impact no pun intended on what happens with ftr next because now the landscape is it may or may not be different if wwe is about to be sold who are they going to be sold to who's going to be in charge will the buyers decide that they want to add some of their own people into the day-to-day operations and then that puts a uh a monkey wrench into whatever the mcmahon helmsley faction (laughs) decides they want to do with the product we left one major uh potential buyer out of the conversation about who could leverage enough money to purchase wwe and we talk about this all the time so i almost feel bad that we left them out yeah a boy Cause, it, cause he's not, a, he's not an, he, he's not an entity, but more than he is a business man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The prodigal son returns home to buy everything. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, he's got a football league debuting in March. You, you can smell what he's cooking if he, if he's, if you're in the kitchen. Just take the lid off the pot. Raise the eyebrow. If you hear me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, like. You don't know what FTR is going to end up doing come April or May or whenever it is, because that would be also around the time you're probably getting you're coming off of Revolution. You're getting ready for Forbidden Door. It's also WrestleMania season. Um, You're going to have to wait and see how this um, Old Man River reunion tour is going to go. Then you also know whatever your own issues have been in Jacksonville then what are your options as far as potentially Japan stateside are we going to get some motion on this non-compete thing before then it's a lot of things you got to consider things are going boy teams are going it's it's a very very busy time in the business aspect of professional wrestling speaking of yeah um no more Sasha. Ah, uh, for the time being. But we got some Monet popping over in Japan. As Mercedes Monet made her long-awaited debut at New Japan during Wrestle Kingdom. Also, uh, she's going to be challenging for the IWGP Women's Title in, uh, I believe, it's in California. What in San February? Jose? Yeah, there you go. Yes, no. February eighth in San Jose, California. 
And do you know who is from San Jose? Um, you make your way to San Jose. Um, <laughs> wasn't Ron Burgundy? No, it's Ron Burgundy was in San That's Diego. San Diego, sir. So San Jose, uh, Jose Lothario? Nah, man, because, bitch. Jose Canseco. Hell no. Close um, with Oakland, but no. Bailey. Uh, I'm running out of run out of Jose's. Yeah. No, no Jose. No way, Jose. Um Yeah, yeah, no way, Jose. That's who's gonna headline the show. <laughs> no, that actually would be Bailey. Bailey's from San Jose. I mean Bailey Bailey went to fucking Japan to show off for her partner, so yeah, I she of did. course she's gonna be in San Jose. I'm like, yeah, fuck. I pull up if you pull up to Japan on a on a fucking day's notice, what's going to San Jose? Mm. I mean, nothing. We got, we you're, got going home, you're going got home for a day. <laughs> yeah, we got Mercedes Monet, so we can charter a jet. <laughs> you ain't said shit. <laughs> Yo, and then next week on uh, AEW Dynamite, how's this for speculation? They're in Inglewood, California. A. I mean, there's nothing to stop this from happening. This is now. See, you want something to be worried about, Kanos? Pay whatever the one-time fee is gonna be to get this Mercedes Monet on live television. I don't care if she's sitting front row behind the guardrail. Because they, they just announced that uh, Tony Storm was gonna be Soraya's partner for this match against uh, Britt Baker, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, and uh, Jamie Hader. But as much as uh, what what's what's Hikaru Shida was uh seemed like slighted by that whole interaction something tells me she's about to beat the brakes off of tony storm and that's when we see mercedes monet probably accompanied by paisley wearing snoop dogg and and i would like to be the first person to say www.fuckthat.com <laughs> here's why <laughs> you you really 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 gonna waste this bit of pimping that you got in your hand on a television not even main event i mean you would put that match in the main event if you were formatting and you had green lit it but what's the bigger money play or monet play have her in a one-off tag match on Dyna- on an episode of dynamite where Snoop might, you know, come walk with her to the ring or maybe perform her to the ring. Or option B. Mercedes Monet and Snoop Dogg either shown VIP attending the event, watching from in the uh, in the skybox, or watching from front row ringside. And that be your that be what pops your rating because that that's all you need all you need is to show her face and the internet's gonna go stupid and then that's when people start calling people and everybody decides they want to see how it looked and you build based on the fact that she has a iwgp women's championship match coming in february let's say she wins Who's got the easiest route to booking the IWGP Women's Champion on a pay-per-view call Forbidden Door? Hmm. Let's see. Um, Tony Khan. So are we in business to make money or are we in business to make tweets? (laughs) 
Uh, that depends. Because that, that's another match where you, you pick whoever you want. It could be, okay, mixtape. Give me five people that could be the challenger for um, Sasha Banks' IWGP Women's Championship, assuming she wins it and keeps it until Forbidden Door. Give me a five piece. All right, number one, Naomi. Ha! Ha! Trinity, Get the bell. Trinity 5-2. Her contract's up. She's a free agent. That, you you want to blow the you want to blow the roof off you want you want to make some noise, you keep her radio silent on anything wrestling inside of a building. She can take mm. all the pictures that she wants to, but as I far like as it. being inside of a building, keep her far the fuck away. You don't even want her backstage or nothing. I like it. I like That's it. That's your number I one. It. I want some more of it. Give me another one. Uh let me see here. Number. Let's go. <laughs> uh, as, as much as everybody would hate this, you can't tell me this one ring bells. Amanda Sachs, Mandy Rose. <laughs> Count more money. <laughs> Count more motherfucking money. Like, dead and, ass. Like, I don't know what the match would turn out to look like, but the promo, just the. You're trying to make people spend money to watch this now what it turns out like is what it turns out like but the promo and the fucking anticipation sky high what, whatever like whatever the 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 uh the relegation of casual fan is that's who buys that show mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right give me another one give me another one all right number three let's see here uh belt for belt uh, if your champion is Jamie Hader, use Jamie Hader. If it's not, let's go with uh, Dr. Britt Baker like DMD. I like it. I like it. I like it. I would go Britt Baker because you have the opportunity to for uh, Mercedes to go over and not really hurt your own product too much. Um, but do you? But yes, do you, do you I, really, I like both of those options. Do you really want Britt Baker, the very first signed talent to AEW, to end up being the HBK of AEW pay per view? By HBK, you mean what? Like losing when it matters the most. I mean, we oh, are we really finna start worrying about how people get booked now? Well, considering that this is the land where wins and losses matter. Since when? I, 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 don't question oh, me. Oh, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> I mean, when I start lying, like no, we not. I, this ain't the hill to die on. Now we trying to get money. So if we gonna start having you know promotional integrity about who we book to lose and who we book to win, we in the wrong fucking business and we in the wrong fucking locker room. Mm, like with like don't yeah don't get self righteous about the AEW Shield now. <laughs> Fuck that! Don't 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 do that! Don't let pride come before the fall! Don't do that shit now! <laughs> you should have been doing that a long time ago. You know what that is. That's pride. Fucking <laughs> We don't deal with accusations. <laughs> Especially you mean? false accusations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you a big motherfucker. <laughs> Must be out your up. damn mind. You, th- you think I'm going to step on this money just because I don't want Britt Baker to take a L? Man, kiss my entire ass. Give me I- another one. Or you want me to do the last two? Uh, I'm going to give you one and hopefully this isn't one of yours. 
Jade Cargill Bird. That's her. Yep. <laughs> that's the now, one. Now, that's the one I'm concerned about beating. See, Britt Baker's lost before. The, the undefeated streak is the one I'm more concerned with keeping intact. And, and AEW doesn't typically do DQ finishes. Matter of fact, I don't think I've ever seen one or remember it anyway. It's been a while that I can think for, for a match that actually mattered. Yeah. And then I would also say if you're going to have, if you're not going to complete the road to 175 and 0, which at this point I've all but given up on. And you're gonna put a loss on Jay Card Gilberg, that would be the person to do it. And and not because of you know being an ex WWE talent or any of that, just that's the biggest name she's been in the ring with. So if you were gonna do it, and then you're gonna do it at Forbidden Door, because the whole idea of Forbidden Door is making a show that you can't see anywhere else, which means you need things to happen that you can't see anywhere else. That makes sense. Who you got for the last one? Uh, I'm going to let you handle the last one because I just handled five straight. All right. So, look, we got. Trinity uh, Fatu, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, Jamie Hayter, uh, Jay Cargillberg. Who was the second one I saw? Oh, uh, Mandy Sachs. So that fifth slot, I feel like is, is going to be like a floating, floating rotation. You got you got Nia Jax, who's not signed anywhere. So that would be a wow factor because you spend enough time off camera. When you show back up, you're you know, you have that buzz. But you can't sell and, that. Like you can't sell that unless she shows up like the week before on, on TV. I'm saying, hell, look, how many times have we ever dealt with a situation where somebody has a mystery opponent and you don't know where that mystery opponent was until the actual show? That's how fucking Claudio debuted. Do you think that things got sold based on that premise? Do you think tickets got sold based on the premise of who the person was or the fact that they don't know who the person is and they wouldn't be surprised? In that particular situation from last year, neither. But I mean, with all due respect, like Zack Saber Jr. is a, a a fantastic professional, but he's not selling any pay per views in America. Right. Mercedes Monet will, Absolutely. even if it's a small number. A mystery opponent for Mercedes Monet is gonna sell, especially if you take the route we just took. With you have a list of mystery opponents, and then you just walk one out. So in that particular instance, if you walked out a Nia Jax or you walked out a, who's another good one? Uh, uh, fuck, Tessa Blanchard, even though we, she's radioactive. But if in that situation where you just pull out an absolute wow factor for either a match that you never expected to see in the confines of AEW or one that just would never have happened unless Mercedes was in the position that she's in I think you'll get you'll get what you need cuz Mercedes is the draw. We just talked about this in the last tournament we did. Absolutely. Like she's a draw. Yep. So it almost don't matter who you put her in the ring with, it's just what story are you going to tell. Absolutely. And then, and then there's that. <laughs> 
so there's two matches for for Forbidden Door. Shit. Do you? And here's what even crazier than this. If this IC rule uh, or no compete rule uh, does pass, by that time it will be in effect. You think you'd have somebody dumb enough to quit WWE just to show up for Forbidden Door? Nope, but I think what you will have is a is a renegotiated uh, Mercedes Monet slash Sasha Banks going back to WWE for Monday Night Raw. Now that's fucking interesting. Not not just with Mercedes, but the no compete clause. Could that be the catalyst that gets your first dual promotional signed talent? I wonder. If WWE signs uh, Sasha Banks and allows Mercedes Monet to to continue with IP, that is also very interesting. Now, because think about it, she she set herself up when she uh, when she when she knew this free agency was happening. She set herself up for success by copywriting and uh, and registering all of these trademarks. No lies told. Related to merchandising, related to her as a person, uh, as a as a character, if you will, as an entertainer. And WWE obviously owns Sasha Banks. So who said that she ever has to go back to using that name? Because regardless, you're going to see her name. You're going to recognize whatever the new one is. If she ever sets foot back into WWE, it will not be as Mercedes Monet. She has a higher probability of setting back her uh, in WWE as Mercedes Vernado more than she does Mercedes Monet simply because right. you can't the E can't capitalize off of Mercedes Monet it's the difference between Christian and Christian Cage absolutely so but but because of how she set everything up and it's no different than what everybody else did it was just the manner in which she went about doing it because she technically was still under contract when she did this mm-hmm. now they can play the, they can play that card they can trips can actually get open because that's one that's one of his nieces too he can get open if he wanted to and do this if you wanted to do a you know a couple night deal sure it's it's against everything that vince stood for but triple h has been going against for for, for the most part everything vince has stood for look at the roster on smackdown now half of what you see on fridays the people that vince fired which is another reason why Kanos doesn't really gain anything other than a couple of likes by trolling Stanford via tweet. Like, play the long game for better business. Now, let me be the, I guess let me be the party pooper here. There's a reason why this probably will never happen. Simply because you don't, if there's an injury that takes place, do you know the levels of red tape that are going to have to be sorted through to figure out who's responsible for the medical bill? Uh, That by itself. Oof. Do you think that's that by do, you, do you think that's why companies like WWE, AEW, Impact, they quote unquote do the right thing is is, is to prevent litigation for things like that? I would think so. I would think that's very much a part of it. With 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 Stanford, you're you're just you're a, it's a you're only performing in one place. You're not doing a bunch of outside shots to get hurt like that. Kanos has more of an open door policy where, you know, hey, this is home base for you so if you happen to get hurt for whatever reason you know we'll help you take care of it um in a in a situation where you have dual promotions fiscally responsible for a talent 
regardless of the IP, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you. That's 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 that you you saying it like that. It sounds like a shit show. Exactly, and that's why it won't happen. It, because it's a shit show. Like the IP by itself is a shit show because you have two different companies trying to figure out the best way to book one talent, which means the talent might be in the best position ever because neither side is going to want that person to lose ever. What was the name? But, what was the name of that uh, that wrestling promotion? I mean, a uh, wrestling show that had everybody was it Wrestle War or was it uh, Wrestle Rock? I think it was Wrestle Rock. Where you, where you had um, it was in like 85, 86, 87-ish where you had oh, it was, yeah. it was um, an AWA <laughs> event that had uh, talent from Wrestle uh, Rock yep yeah it had Jim Crockett Promotions on a show with a with a, uh, I was about to say Vince Vern Gagne or uh, you talking about um, su- the Super Clash shit that's it that's the one Super Clash Wrestle Rock, there is Wrestle a, Rock there is a Wrestle Jim, Rock thing. Yeah, that that was was with Jim Crockett. There was, there was oh, yeah. yeah, Super Clash Sup- is what I'm talking about. Super Clash worked because yeah, it was it was the last hurrah of the territories fighting back against Vince. But at the same time, a lot of those promotion stars were wrestling each other. That's like we'll do a Forbidden Door show, but I would send you pete dunn to wrestle ricochet like we would only interact with our guys yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna have um what's my name jimmy, <laughs> jimmy garvin and steve regal take on the midnight rockers versus right. having demolition take on the road warriors that part like you're not gonna get the dream match you're just gonna get you're A-match. basically swapping skins in the in the in 2k <laughs> you're changing the ring apron <laughs> yeah you took a you took a, a a match from 205 live and you put it on dynamite with their arena <laughs> like yeah you're not getting the interpromotional actual shit it, because it becomes a shit show you don't know who's fiscally responsible for what and then the litigate imagine imagine a talent was to break their ankle shout out to uh, and recovery to AJ Styles poor, probably a poor choice but this is the injury I was gonna, I'm going to use talent gets a broken ankle and you got to figure out who's responsible for paying it. Meanwhile, no treatment is being rendered until that that particular um, that particular point is ironed out. So now, what might have been two months, now five. Meanwhile, you're still dealing with someone who can be fired, and you know they have a no compete, and you ain't got to pay them. But they're still litigating who's responsible for the ankle. <laughs> who's gonna pay for this bill? I paid for this film. Well, whose fault was it? Well, that depends on who you ask. Well, until now you, you gotta go that, check the tape. Do you figure that shit out? Shit, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta check the tape, and then you gotta figure out the difference between a work and the truth. So now you're doing depositions on an in-ring injury, <laughs> on on a uh, choreographed match. Wink, wink. Exactly. If you have some people that you want to put on this Wrestle Kingdom card against uh, Mercedes Monet as the IWGP television champion. Forbidden you know, Door card. And Wrestle Kingdom didn't cut us no chance. Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad. Forbidden Door. You, you're right. You're right. You know where to hit us up. Show at BrokenPistolBC.com. BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com. That's at BrokenPistolBC on all things social. So that's at BrokenPistolBC on what? 
everything. 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 We got anything else? Uh, don't go quitting your day job. Well, shit, there it is. Swap, take him to the house. <laughs> Pencil pushes. Heads up. Pencils down.